What a Day is brought to you by Ulta Beauty. This AAPI Heritage Month, Ulta Beauty is celebrating the joy of belonging, belonging to a community composed of intricate connections, belonging to our past and our future, to the heritage and birthright that is beauty. Ulta Beauty shines a light on the AAPI community, passing the mic to brand founders and creators to tell their stories centered on heritage, joy, and beauty. They carry AAPI-owned and founded brands like Live Tinted, Peach & Lily, Glamnetic, Tree Hut, and more. Shop AAPI-owned and founded brands at Ulta Beauty Stores and Ulta.com. It's Monday, September 12th. I'm Travel Anderson. And I'm Erin Ryan, and this is What A Day, offering self-defense classes for any celebrities planning on making rude jokes at the Emmys tonight. We can teach you how to dodge all kinds of slaps, from hard slaps to light slaps, all slaps in between. And in case you do get slapped, we'll teach you how to handle being in the news for the next six months to a year. Maybe think twice before doing it. On today's show, a possible labor strike at the end of the week threatens to derail the economy. Plus, Queen Elizabeth II has embarked on her final journey. But first, yesterday marked 21 years since the September 11 attacks, which claimed nearly 3,000 lives and remains the deadliest terror attack ever on U.S. soil. The anniversary was marked by somber memorials. In Lower Manhattan, in the footprint of the Twin Towers, in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, where passengers and crew members of Flight 93 thwarted what could have been an attack on the U.S. Capitol, and at the Pentagon, where President Joe Biden called on Americans to honor and remember the victims while looking toward the future. We have an obligation, a duty, a responsibility to defend, preserve, and protect our democracy, the very democracy that guarantees the rights of freedom that those terrorists on 9-11 sought to bury in the burning fire and smoke and ash. And that takes a commitment on the part of all of us. Of course, we can't talk about 9-11 without mentioning its enduring legacy, like the sweeping and often controversial changes to intelligence gathering and counterterrorism. And while many of us have gotten used to concepts like homeland security and ICE, taking off our shoes at the airport, and ultra-patriotic displays at sporting events, the consequences of the so-called war on terror are still very real for people in Afghanistan, Iraq, Yemen, and elsewhere as well. Yeah, two things can be true at once. 9-11 can be an unprecedented tragedy and everyone who was lost should be mourned and the people responsible for it were deeply evil and decisions that were made after 9-11 led to harm and pain for people around the world and um, yeah those two things coexist absolutely and we should always keep them in mind at the same time Let's turn now to an update on the war in Ukraine. Sunday marked 200 days since the beginning of the Russian invasion. Just a few weeks ago, it wasn't looking good for the Ukrainian defense, but now Ukraine's military says it has reclaimed broad swaths of land back from Russia, marking what some believe might be a new phase of the war. They did this by launching a counterattack that started in late August, which first focused on the southern city of Kherson. That was the first Ukrainian city that fell to Russian forces back in February. And when Russia tried to respond, Ukraine launched another attack in the northeast near Kharkiv. It's this move that experts are saying posed the biggest challenge to Russia since it launched the invasion. Moscow ultimately pulled back its troops from Kharkiv because otherwise their forces would basically have been surrounded. According to Ukraine's top general, since the start of this month, they've reclaimed control of more than 3,000 square kilometers of territory. And on Saturday, President Volodymyr Zelensky taunted Russia over its withdrawal, saying, 
saying the Russian army was, quote, demonstrating the best it can do, showing its back. <laughs> wow. Very, very, very much love that Zelensky is talking his shit because if my smaller, initially less resourced military had held on for 200 days in a war that shouldn't be happening in the first place and we actually began to claw our way back... I'd be talking my shit, too. I hate to see you go, Russia, but love to watch you leave. Absolutely. So far, more than 40 settlements that were occupied by Russian soldiers are now back under Ukrainian control. This includes the city of Izium, which sits near the border between Kharkiv and the Donetsk regions. It's been under Russian occupation for more than five months and was used as a launching pad for their attacks. As you might imagine, Ukrainian citizens are super excited about these rapid developments. One woman told the New York Times, quote, we are a bit shocked, but we are full of joy. But they are also a bit skeptical because the war, right, which has become Europe's largest conflict since World War II, isn't yet over. Which makes sense because Russia still occupies extensive Ukrainian territory, including the major city of Mariupol. Exactly. And in response to Ukraine's recent advances, Russia has been attacking critical infrastructure. Two Russian missiles hit a major heat and power plant, which knocked out the power to Kharkiv and several other regions. Water supply has also been impacted. But President Zelensky remains undaunted. He's kind of, you know, I think teasing perhaps Russia at this point. He said Sunday, quote, do you still think you can scare us, break us, make us make concessions? Read our lips without gas or without you, without you, without light or without you, without you, without water or without you, without you. I mean, weren't you the one who tried to break me with desire? Did you think I'd crumble? (laughs) Did you think I'd lay down and die? Absolutely. Uh, This is like a brilliant geopolitical rewriting of I Will Survive and uh, deeply appreciate it. And speaking of critical infrastructure, an update on the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant. Those who have been following news out of Ukraine may recall that the Zaporizhia facility, the largest nuclear power plant in Europe and one of the 10 largest in the world, has been occupied by Russian forces but run by Ukrainian engineers since April. Calls to demilitarize an area around the plant in order to stave off the potential of a Chernobyl-level nuclear disaster have gone unheeded. As a result, shelling and fires near the facility damaged the power lines that connect it with the country's electric grid. Last week, the plant was completely cut off from any outside source of power. You would think that we would want to avoid nuclear power plants, you know, just like stay far away. But that doesn't seem to be Russia's M.O. here. I mean, even in a war, you don't nuke your nose to spite your face. Right. As a result of being cut off from the grid, the plant was running in island mode. So I hear island mode and I think of a festive little paper umbrella sticking out of one of the (laughs) nuclear silos like it's a pina colada. But no, when it comes to nuclear power plants, there's nothing less fun than island mode. Island mode is what happens when one reactor is powering all of the cooling systems in order to prevent a meltdown. It's like a survival mode, basically. Well, here's the tiniest sliver of good news. As of Sunday, Zaporizhia has been reconnected to Ukraine's power grid, saving us from more island mode. Love to hear that. So are we out of the woods yet? 
No. So if you breathe the full sigh of relief, you may want to counterbalance that with another half gasp of existential dread. The plant needs to remain connected to power for about 30 hours in order to bring its sixth and final reactor safely into what engineers call a, quote, cold shutdown state. After that, the plant's safety systems will need power. And the Zaporizhia plant is currently connected to the grid by one single measly line as shelling and fighting continues uncomfortably close by. If the plant is taken offline again, it will have to resort to using diesel power generators, which is something that makes everybody nervous because the whole facility only has enough diesel to fuel itself for about 10 days. That's why establishing a safe zone around the plant is best for everybody involved, according to the UN's International Atomic Energy Agency. You know, we got to come with it, honey. I don't need nobody blowing up a nuclear plant. I know we're all the way over here, but that doesn't seem good for any of us. Yeah, we're all living on the same planet. We probably (laughs) want to avoid nuclear meltdown at any point on this shared planet where we all live. That's the latest for now. We'll be back after some ads. What a day is brought to you by Books. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She absolutely deserves the best. And that's why you should send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. And with 20% off, you can send some to mom, your wife, your auntie, even your granny, okay? Anyone who deserves flowers in your life mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be holiday specific. You get flowers, you're getting flowers, <laughs> everyone's getting flowers. <laughs> Go to books.com and use promo code WAD for 25% off. That is B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code WAD, Books promo code WAD. What a Day is brought to you by Fast Growing Trees. Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers. They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Plus, fast-growing trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. We love fast-growing trees here. I keep telling you that the many plants that I've gotten from these folks are yet hanging on. Um, And that's not because I have a green thumb, okay? This spring, Fast Growing Trees, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code WAD at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code WAD at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code WAD. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Therapy is great for, you know, you know that thing that just is like sitting on your shoulder, you can't get over it, and you just sometimes need somebody to talk through it with? Therapy can be helpful for that, you all, okay? You got to get it off your chest, you know? 
And you can do that with BetterHelp. So visit betterhelp.com slash wad today to get 10% off your first month. That's 10% off your first month at betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash wad. Now let's wrap up with some headlines. Headlines. Tens of thousands of railroad workers could walk off the job by the end of the week. That is, unless two unions representing them can reach a deal with the largest freight operators in the country. They have until midnight this Friday to work out a new contract, though negotiations have been going on for more than two years. In the meantime, the threat of a strike is already sending a chill to businesses nationwide. If it happens, it would stop about a third of the nation's freight dead in its tracks. Pun very much intended. But on a serious note, it could deal a major blow to the economy to the tune of $2 billion a day. And a lot of basic consumer goods and food could get more expensive if suppliers can't get them onto store shelves. Railroads are expected to start cutting service today in anticipation of a work stoppage. Meanwhile, representatives for the trucking and agricultural industries have called on Congress to step in to prevent it. Well, solidarity with the workers, but I hope that it is able to work out in their favor. Absolutely. Visa, American Express, and MasterCard announced plans to start categorizing gun sales. The move is meant to improve how the U.S. tracks firearm purchases. On Friday, the organization responsible for setting standards for retail transactions voted to create a special code for gun stores. Clothing stores, candy stores, and bakeries don't sell anything that's lethal. I don't know. Went to a bakery with a pretty lethal carrot cake recently. (laughs) And they have their own merchant codes. And so does pretty much every other retail category. These show up on your monthly statement when you pay for something with a credit or debit card. And now guns will finally join the party. I'm just going to say... If we're having a party, I don't want guns there. (laughs) This is a major win for gun control advocates who say the change will help authorities flag suspicious purchases. But gun lobbyists say this will unfairly flag transactions and, they argue, it could stop people from buying firearms altogether. Mm. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like that's something we want. I'll just put it out there. I'm fine with it. Fine with it. The Cedar Creek wildfire that's been burning for over a month in Oregon has quadrupled in size in just the past week. On Friday, Governor Kate Brown declared a state fire emergency. And on Saturday, strong winds and high temperatures fueled the flames even more. As of our recording time, the fire is 0% contained and thousands of residents in towns southeast of Eugene remain under evacuation orders. Here's a reminder to let nothing stop you from taking that road trip. Queen Elizabeth II drove six hours across Scotland this weekend, and she's deceased. Today, her coffin will lie in state for 24 hours at a cathedral in Edinburgh to be seen by the Scottish public. It will then be flown to London and set up for public viewing at Westminster Hall. Moving on to the question that's been nipping playfully at the minds of dog fans since last Thursday, who will inherit the Queen's two corgis? In what seems like a worst-case scenario for the dogs, the answer is Prince Andrew and his ex-wife, Sarah. (laughs) Prince Andrew might have had many of his honors stripped away after he was credibly accused of sexually abusing at least one minor with the help of Jeffrey Epstein, but he has one new royal title, Dog Dad. And that is why Dog Dad is not enough information to judge whether or not someone is a good person. You're on a dating app and they say Dog Dad. Mm, Good. 
I have more questions. <laughs> the art of the follow-up, Erin, okay? There's chaos in the big brain community as the number one ranked chess player has accused his opponent of cheating. Reigning world chess champion Magnus Carlsen was defeated last week at a prestigious tournament in St. Louis by 19-year-old Grandmaster Hans Niemann, the event's lowest rated player. Hours later, Carlsen tweeted he was dropping out and his peers began attacking Niemann's character, suggesting that he could not win the match without cheating and claiming he had cheated before in online chess. Chess. Neiman was subsequently banned from the largest internet chess platform, chess.com. As to how Neiman could have cheated in the in-person tournament, theories are varied, but at least one involves transmitting instructions from a chess computer using, get this, vibrating anal beads. What? Oh my goodness. Yes. I'm wearing a monocle and it just popped out <laughs> when I heard. Well, all of this begs the question... Should we all be cheating more in chess? You know, juxtaposing vibrating anal beads mm -hmm. and the sport of chess, not something that I've ever done before. <laughs> also, this gives an entirely new meaning to the Queen's Gambit, and I'm not sure what that meaning is, but I feel like we should stop talking along these lines because it will get us reported to HR. Very, very, very soon. And those are the headlines. One more thing before we go. Some exciting news. The Wilderness is back for season three. Crooked's John Favreau sat down with grassroots organizers, strategists, and voters across the country to talk about the future of democracy. And you'll hear about what it will take for Democrats to reach folks in battleground states in the midterms who turned out for the last election but aren't sure if they're going to do it again. The first episode is out now, and you can listen wherever you get your podcasts. That's all for today. If you like the show, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, visit a candy store, and tell your friends to listen. And if you are into reading and not just maps like the Queen's Road Trip Buddies and me, What a Day is also a nightly newsletter. Check it out and subscribe at crooked.com slash subscribe. I'm Erin Ryan. I'm Travel Anderson. And, and cheat, cheat responsibly, responsibly with bees. bees. If you're going to do it, you should do it responsibly. <laughs> I'm too old for cheating. <laughs> You're like, just use the anal beads if you want to. You don't need a reason. I will lose to a person who is cheating responsibly with anal beads because I'm like, no, not for me anymore. I'm done. <laughs> what a Day is a production of Crooked Media. It's recorded and mixed by Bill Lance. Jazzy Marine and Raven Yamamoto are our associate producers. Our head writer is John Milstein, and our executive producer is Lita Martinez. Our theme music is by Colin Gilliard and Kashaka. You don't need a lot of money to do more with it. Join Padma Lakshmi, Viola Davis, and Fidelity's Women Talk Money team during our free Women's History Month series as we get real about ways you can start planning and saving for the future you want so you can feel good about your money every step of the way. Save your seat today at fidelity.com slash WHM. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, member NYSE, SIPC.